This is Dwayne McCurry. I'm the team leader for Adult Explore the Bible. Thank you for joining us this week as we look at session four. David Briscoe is my guest this week. David, thank you for being with us. I'm glad to be here. Uh, this week, we're looking at chapter four, verses 11 through 27. The main idea here is that we have a choice to make. And this is the outline uh, that we're following this week in our study. Point number one is that the, there is a path to take, and that's in verses 11 through 13. In these verses, Solomon declared that his aim was to guide people to the right path in life. The second break, second section of Scripture here, verses 14 through 19, Solomon tells us a path to avoid. Solomon warns against following the path taken by evil people whose appetites for wickedness lead to more wickedness. The last section of these verses, verses 20 through 27, we just define this as the choice to make. Solomon challenged God's people to continually consider his counsel, diligently watching over their hearts. He encouraged them to remain focused on the righteous path, refusing to veer off the path in any way. That idea about diligently watching over their hearts, we're going to come back to, David. I think that's a key idea for us to look at here in just a minute. Um, but when I see this passage, when I look at this passage, when it, it, it appears that the right choice is obvious. So why is it a choice to begin with? <laughs> well, I, I would say that, that really if we're looking through the lens of Scripture and we're looking through eyes that, that God would have us to look through, it is an obvious choice to, to go God's way, to go the right way. But uh, here's, here's the uh, fact of uh, writings that are wisdom writings in Scripture uh, emphasize the, the ability that we have that God gave us when he created us, but also the accountability that God put in place when he created us as human beings in his image. And it's important, I think, for us when you, when you talk about the freedom to make a choice, it's important for us to understand that when God created the universe, when he created all things, he comes to the creation of mankind, male, female, and he said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. And so part of what that means is that we have this ability then to choose uh, right from wrong and to go one way, to go another way. That's <clears> part <throat> of what the image of God, being the, created in the image of God means. That's, that's part of what that it involves, yes, of being able to make these decisions. Uh, and as I said, at the same time, books such as Proverbs really emphasize the practical, real-life situations that we uh, face and the importance of good decision-making. Uh, because here, here's the, the underlying point. All decisions lead somewhere. All decisions have consequences. Uh, kind of put it in the uh, illustration of, of physics. You know, L Newton's third law of motion says that for every action, there's equal and opposite reaction. Well, uh, in a way, this kind of tells us that when we make a decision, when we make a choice, that that choice is going to have consequences. And they could be good consequences. Either way. Either way. Uh, <clears throat> but it could also be uh, dangerous and, and bad consequences for us. Now, you factor into that as well that we are sinners by nature. 
We come here and are born with a sin nature, and we inevitably choose wrong, uh, and, and, and we are sinners. Uh, we, in Christ, are saved by grace, and yet uh, we are being made whole uh, as we live our lives, and we're, we're capable, even after becoming Christians, we're, we're capable of making some foolish and destructive choices. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we all falter. Uh, that, that's, uh, you look into the lives of the, of the great heroes of the faith in Scripture, and you'll find that, that behind their heroics and their faith, there were some periods as well where they faltered, and we're all like that. So we're going through the lifelong process of sanctification, of growing in our faith, but we do falter. So what's wisdom about then? Wisdom is about gaining more and more knowledge of Christ through God's Word, but also, and this is important, uh, the fear of the Lord is not only the beginning of knowledge, it's the beginning of wisdom, knowing what to do with what we know. And so the more we come to know, the more we learn about Christ through God's Word and through developing the patterns of Spirit-led decision-making, then the more we are going to display wisdom as we live. Verse 23 has this idea of guard your hearts. That appears to be a critical piece of this whole passage. What are some practical steps we could take to do that, to guard our hearts? All right, uh, I want to get to that. Let me, let me uh, lead us first of all, though, to consider what, what Scripture usually means when it talks about the heart. Obviously, we know the heart as an organ that is within us, uh, part of our anatomy. Uh, we know where it is, and we know what it does. It, it pumps the flow of blood to all the parts of our body. Uh, but in Scripture, quite often, the word the heart is used as uh, the seat or the center of our will, uh, of our decision-making. And so the, the ancients knew that a person's heart was located near the center of the body. And they also knew that, for example, if you were by an accident or in battle, if you, if you lost an eye or an ear or an arm or a leg, or if you lost both eyes, both ears, uh, and so forth, you, you could still live, but you could not live without your heart. You can't live without your head, <laughs> and you can't live without your heart. And so the soldiers in particular, you know, they, when they wanted armor, they wanted a breastplate uh, to protect their hearts. They wear a helmet to protect their heads. And so the heart became, came to be understood as that moral center of the person, uh, the seat of decision-making. Uh, and so for, for reasons of moral and spiritual well-being, God's people then really do need to guard their hearts. We need a breastplate. Uh, and Paul talked about that spiritual breastplate in the book of Ephesians. So if you take note by the way, of uh, verses 20 to 22, the three verses that lead up to verse 23. Uh, they're setting up this admonition in verse 23. It's where Solomon uh, urges his son to keep his teachings, those wisdom teachings, keep these within your heart. Well, why is that important? Well, because that's the vault. That's where if you store wisdom 
in your heart, in that moral center, then when you come across a situation, when you see a uh, particular uh, situation and you have to make a particular decision, then you've got those teachings of Scripture. You've got the teachings of God, the teachings of wisdom. You've got them in the place where they need to be, where you make those moral decisions. It highlights the importance of Scripture memory at that point. That's exactly right. And, and in fact, as Solomon was leading up to verse 23, he said, if you'll keep those teachings in the vault, then uh, there'll be life and health to one's whole body. So he, he's saying to you to guard that heart uh, because it's, it's that important central place of your moral decision-making. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. All right. Well, I, I just wanted to uh, draw your attention to verses 23 to 27, not just the verse 23 that talks about guard the heart, but, but there's uh, something the writer of Proverbs, Solomon, as he was uh, expanding on this importance of guarding the heart, uh, where he talked about uh, that when you guard the heart above all, because it's the source of life, then he goes on to talk about, well, watching what you say, in other words, the mouth. And so what you choose to say, and, and we know that we can say things that are helpful and we can say things that are harmful. We can get ourselves in trouble by what we speak and we can also uh, uh, get our, and help others and encourage others by what we speak. Uh, and then he talks about the importance of the eyes and so I'd call that what you choose to see. And so we know very well that we can, if we look upon some things too long, we start to desire, we start to lust, uh, you, we get ourselves in trouble. But then as well, when we see things that are good for us and we gravitate to them or we uh, search after them, then that uh, brings blessing to us. So, uh, and then your feet which is what I would call where you choose to go. We know that we can go to places that uh, are not good for us, that in fact put us in a position uh, to sin. But we can also choose to take ourselves uh, to go places that will uh, give us uplifting, give us encouragement, give us instruction. And so, you know, all the parts of the body, mouth, the eyes, the feet, what you say, what you see, where you go, if you keep the heart guarded, if you keep the Lord's teachings, his wisdom in the heart, in the central place, then you're going to more easily be able to watch what you say and watch what you see and watch where you go. So it all begins with that idea of guarding the heart at that point. Exactly. That's in the personal study guide, in the daily discipleship guide, the Bible skill, this for this particular session focuses on reflecting on Proverbs 4, 11 through 27, the whole passage. Now, David, what are some ways we could use the Bible skill during the group time? In the leader guide, the um, suggestion is in particular that you use it in connection with uh, understanding and exploring the text in verses 20 through 27 uh, in particular. Uh, but uh, it the, uh, the Bible skill gets you to think about these verses 
uh, along the implications of life as a journey. In other words, you get this word picture of life being a journey that we're on. And so I, I think with a little adaptation, you could use the Bible skill either as an introductory, focus attention type activity, or you could use it at the end to be, to be really to summarize and, and challenge uh, your the participants in the, uh, in the focal point of the, uh, of the session. And so using that imagery of life as a journey, I, I, I thought about, well, you know, you could, you could ask participants to give them a piece of paper, ask them to draw a line on that piece of paper, and then imagine it's the timeline of uh, from the start to where they are in their lives now. And to, uh, to take a, a pencil or pen and along the line make little vertical marks that will represent uh, little crossroads, little decision-making times, places where they faced critical and life-changing decisions. In other words, we make decisions all the time that, that are, are minor type decisions, what to wear and so forth. But uh, this is to be, uh, you know, these are marks that indicate, oh, I, I recall this was a time in my life when uh, this was an important decision that I made. And so just just give participants an opportunity to share about that and, and, to, uh, and then ask them, well, who or what helped you make good decisions at those crossroad points in your life? So you could use that Bible skill at the beginning, at the end, uh, or as it's suggested in the leader guide, uh, right there with those verses 20 to 27. Are there any other insights that we need to think about when we're looking at Proverbs chapter 4, David? Well, I would just, uh, I would say that Proverbs 4.23 is, is probably, uh, it, it's one of the memory verses in, in the book of Proverbs that you ought to commit it to memory. And uh, you may already have, but if not, then certainly it is, uh, just like Solomon was saying to his sons, uh, that's something that you ought to, uh, as Psalm 119 says, you ought to hide that in your heart so that you won't sin against God. Put, put his word in your heart uh, so that you realize how important it is to guard the heart. Before we go, let me tell you a little bit about Extra. Extra is a weekly supplement that's provided by the Explore the Bible team. We identify a current news event and describe a way of using that news story to introduce and conclude the group time. The file is free, and it works with the group plans in the Adult Leader Guide and the Leader Helps in the Adult Daily Discipleship Guide. It will be either as a supplement or as a replacement of the ideas provided. These ideas are posted 10 days prior to the suggested use date. You can find these on the Explore the Bible website by typing the following in your web browser. Go explorethebible.com forward slash leader extras. That's goexplorethebible.com forward slash leader extras. Thank you for listening to us today, and we hope you will invite others and encourage them to tune in next week as we look at the next session of study.